What up, what up? I want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your guy, Emmanuel. I'm back. I'm whipping it up. And really quickly, y'all, do y'all have some debt that y'all need to pay off? Do you want to travel more this year? Are you unsure about what you're going to do with your time now that football season is over? Are you tired of your boss telling you when and where to be somewhere? Are you tired of asking when you can go to the bathroom? Look, check this out. You can become a Lyft driver today. Lyft has a $1,300 guarantee when you use, when you give 135 rides in your first 30 days, when you use promo code Emmanuel32636. Once again, use promo code Emmanuel, my, my government, E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L, 32636. Get that $1,300 guarantee. And also, just so you know how it works, let's say you give your 135th ride, you only made 100 or 1100 in fares, they will fill in that $200 gap. You'll get that $1,300 guaranteed. Use that promo code, all right? So Precious, so glad to be here. We in the building. I'm glad to have you. Mr. OK's Essentials. That's I'm, I'm feeling the vibes right now. You feel them? <laughs> I'm what feeling they feel it. Like, what they feel like. It just, it feels like I'm low-key floating. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm high, but I'm... <laughs> I got all my faculties about me. Yes. You know? He's not high, guys. I'm not. <laughs> but the vibes are real. I'm feeling it. So thank you for that. No for, problem. For setting the atmosphere. Something that you do all the time, Yes, right? yes, yes. Word. So, so Precious, tell the people really quickly who you are, just a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what brought you to Portland. Okay, so I am Precious Hannah. I'm originally from Miami, Florida, uh, Day County to be exact. Mm. <laughs> Made in Day. Let them know. Let them know. Uh, I I like to think of myself as a functional designer, mm. um, not necessarily, I guess, stylistic, but I'm all about functionality mm-hmm. and what makes things easier for people to use. Yeah. Uh, my day job is actually a designer. My night job is using my creativity as an outlet to make candles. Where? What brought me to Portland was is my day job. Um, what's keeping me in Portland mm, is that... That's a good question. Yeah. I, I like I like that one. I like that. What's keeping me in Portland is the, the air quality is just so wow. beautiful out here. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how... So, uh, everybody that I talk to that's not from Portland... That's one of the first things that they say. The air quality is, I remember the first time back in 2010 when I got off the plane. And I was, it like, it slapped me in the face. It was like crisp. Yeah. I was like, what is this? I don't, <laughs> what, what is in the air? I've never experienced anything like yeah, this. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it was crazy. Fresh air will Fresh, change your life. Change everything about wow. you. Wow. Everything. Fresh air vibes. <laughs> All day. Fresh air vibes. <laughs> Yo, so I just got done talking to a young lady. She's from New York. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing she said. My partner from, he's from New Jersey, lived in Atlanta. He said that. Mm-hmm. Just the clean air, clean water. I'm like, y'all moved across yeah. country for clean air and clean water. Like I, I something went, that I take for granted. I went from the 305 to the 503. Wow. And I'm happy. Man. I'm happy. I mean, the people are very nice out here. They're not as, uh, you know, direct yeah. as people in Miami. That's a fact. But That's a fact. clean air and clean water will keep you safe and wow. your mind right. Yeah. And that's funny. Like, um, I noticed, like, I went to school in Houston. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing that I craved. Like, it's weird. Like, you get homesick when you leave. But, one, like, I love the heat. I love the yeah. sun. I wanted fresh air so bad. Like the air out there was so humid. And even at night, you know, from the spring all the way through to early fall, it doesn't get any lower than like 70 degrees. And it's humid. And it's just like, yo, can I get some fresh air? You get frustrated. You do. You get you like overly frustrated. It's too hot. (laughs) Yeah. You breathe in somebody else's breath. You like, I just want some I just want clean, clean air. Just give me that. And any type of bad odor and human air is just, yeah, so. Squared. Yes. (laughs) That's that's a fact. So, yeah, that's that's crazy how being from here is so easy to take fresh air for granted. But it's real. It's real. It's real. Well, let's let's discuss our one degree of separation. Let's get that out the way. My guy, Devon Horace, man. Shout out to you. Salute to you, bro. Um, Tell me about how y'all met 
and what your relationship is like professionally now. So I met Devon about four years ago. It was a meet and greet. Uh, he hit me up and said, basically, he just wanted to talk uh, corporate. Mm-hmm. He was coming in from New York. So and, a Nike meet yep, and greet. Okay. Nike meet and greet. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to talk. You know, how has your time been here? I have been at Nike going on three years at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. So how has your time been here? Um, things that you had faced, um, things that you've overcome. Just like trying to get to know Nike better. Mm-hmm. And it was all good and gravy. It was like, I had to ask somebody these same exact questions when I started. Getting my feet wet. So, sat down, spoke to him. Um, we would see each other every now and then. Hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, always checked in. Mm-hmm. And I was doing this uh, show, this little vendor show at Nike uh, 525. Mm-hmm. And the very first one I did was uh, bags. It was like bags, clutches, and wallets. And we showed you the wallet. Like, yeah. Devon still has it yeah. three years ago. Um, he came through... And he brought one. He was like, you know, this is dope. I'm going to support. I said, okay, cool. Thank you. The next year, um, that's when Onyx was here. So at the same show, we started selling candles. Mm. And we still had wallets and, like, leather goods and stuff. And Devon came back. And he was like, oh, so, you know, tell me the story. So I told him um, quickly the story about Mr. O.K.'s. And Mm -hmm. he was, like, super into it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, you know. <laughs> he brought a candle. He hit me up, and he was like, yo, that candle was dope. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. Like instantly, instantly a fan. Yeah, he was instantly a fan. So yeah. I was like, okay, thank you. And then, you know, we started doing more shows and more shows and more shows. And Devon just kept hitting me up. Hey, what show are you guys at today? And he was, like, legitly coming through, showing love, him and Amy, just like super supportive not Mm -hmm. not necessarily understanding how much support they were giving us Mm -hmm. um because of course you're there you're you're selling your stuff you're talking you're making these connections with people but they were like always there no Mm -hmm. matter where the show was they would like hey what's good how's it going how's the show going wow then it got to a point where devon and i sat down and we expressed our love for candles and his story was just very interesting because he grew up in candles. So it was a very personal bond for him. Wow. Whereas for me, I didn't necessarily grow up on candles. It was just something about like the science behind it. Mm. That was very interesting to me, like mm. melting points and understanding how to mix stuff and what was the right uh, vessel to put it in and how long did it burn? It was just like the designer part for me yeah. that was a, a crazy interest. That's just how your brain worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, after we sat down, we chopped it up. It was like, this would be a dope partnership because of the fact that Devon is very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And that's being Devon. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's really good at... Simply put. Yeah. Going, he, he executes a plan. He goes through with it. Um, he He's always... He has a strategy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, from a design perspective, it's like, just tell me what needs to be done. Right. And you can worry about those numbers and whatever on that end. Mm-hmm. And also about, like, that whole trust factor. I trust that he's going to do what he needs to do. And he trusts that I'm going to do what I need to do. Yeah. So it makes working together very seamlessly. Mm-hmm. So you guys work together in what capacity? Uh, just this partnership. Partnership. Okay. Yes. Word. That's dope. It's super dope. Yeah. And that's... See, I didn't. I didn't hear that part of the story. I didn't know that he he grew up on candles, and that's what kind of drew him mm-hmm. into the business. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. That's cool. Well, you know, tell the folks, you know, what Mr. the what the name where the name came from. Okay. And just what led you to start Mr. OK's Essentials? So Mr. OK's uh, came from our son. His name is Onyx King. Mm-hmm. Um, and what led to it was. Like anyone, you have your thing that you go to, your mm-hmm. vibe. And my vibe is candles. So I was going out to like the Saturday markets, you know, you go to Target, whatever. You see a candle, you smell it, it smells nice, you pick it up and you're like, okay, I'm going to go home, I'm going to burn this, I'm going to mellow out. Well, it got to a point where, you know, Onyx was a couple of months old. We had the candle, you took a man for his checkup, you know, doctors, they ask questions, you know, what do you... You guys wearing any perfume, any cologne? No? 
not wearing any of that like okay well you know we just want you guys to be mindful of the things that you guys are burning or wearing around him because infancy stage so i went home i looked at the candle and it was like paraffin you think of paraffin you just like that's what candles are made out of paraffin mm -hmm. but in reality it's just a bi petroleum based product that i was burning in our house poisoning not only my newborn but also my other half and myself and mm. our dog mm. everybody was getting poisoned mm. they didn't even know it that's crazy uh, and then by being paired with a cotton wick that had zinc in it inside, it was promoting even more soot. So, I mean, we were sniffing this stuff in thinking that we were leaving stress or whatever, but we're sniffing in petroleum. You got this soot, which is basically like worse than smoking cigarettes in your house, just lingering in your, in your walls. Uh, it but was it just took, all It bad. took them detecting it in your newborn for you to really find out what was really going on. Yeah. Just like... Just like asking questions of what, what are you guys doing? Mm. I mean, it brought up it brought up enough concern to be like, okay, well, no one's wearing cologne, no one's wearing perfume. Mm. What what else are we doing in our house? We're burning candles. Mm. So that's how that happened. I did copious amounts of uh, research and realized that you know if you burn soy paired with natural oils, that it promoted clean burning candles. So our wicks are wooden wicks, hand cut. Uh, they make a crackling noise. Also, I not I not our nine ounce candle burns for about fifty plus hours, mm -hmm. and it just created a vibe. They're not overly scented. You know, you walk into Yankee Candle and you get an automatic headache. Why? It hits you like a ton of bricks. Like, yes. Yeah. Just straight punch in the face. Mm. So that's how the candle started. When yeah. it came with the body butters, Onyx was about six months old, and we realized that he had like crazy dry patches, almost like eczema, mm -hmm. uh, forming on his skin. Once again, took him back to the doctor, and it was just like, what type of milk is he drinking? He's breastfed. Mm -hmm. So couldn't be formula. You guys introducing him to solids? No. Type of soap? Then it was like, ding. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay we're using like the stuff that they tell you to use you get a vino you get johnson and johnson you you have all of these products and then as doctors you know they tell you maybe you should invest in this maybe you should invest in that so we invest into all these other soaps that were organic but it was still stuff on the back of the label that we didn't really understand so we were still using google search the cold part about that i feel like isn't that what they give us now, granted there's always commercials and stuff but in the hospital, isn't that what they use? Mm -hmm. Johnson & Johnson? Yeah. It's crazy. So it's like, that's... <laughs> it's all corporate. Very. I mean, when I... Right after I had Onyx, I told them that I wanted... I didn't want um, the umbilical cord cut yet. Mm. Because it shocks the baby system. Mm. And they were like, well, no, 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 no. I was like... Like, nah. Like, give my baby... I was like, give me 10 minutes. Wow. Just give me 10 minutes. And she was kind of like, well... We we might have to get it signed off. I was like, y'all can do whatever y'all have to do. By the time it take you to go talk to somebody mm -hmm. to get this signed off, come back, tell me it's gonna be ten minutes. So go do what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. And she was just kind of like, okay, well, mm. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> just like yo. So they just it's like they just they be doing stuff just to do it, just to because they're told to do it. But I wonder who actually really knows, you know. I think when you're in moments like that, especially because I'm a new parent. Mm -hmm. So especially being a new parent, you have parents that are like overbearing, like squeaky clean, squeaky clean. And you have parents that are just like, oh, whatever, go play in the dirt. Yeah. Both of those parents don't actually, I, from my perspective, don't feel like, I don't feel like they know. Mm -hmm. They're just going after what their just parents. Instincts. Yeah. Instincts or what their parents have told them or what they've seen. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was just kind of like, stuff that i have read but i'm saying the the professionals though i like feel like the, the professionals know so like the when when you said i don't want the umbilical umbilical cord cut just right now yeah did she did she know that it shocks the system i feel like it's you know? i feel like she might have known but it's just protocol it's like just we have protocol. to get this we got to get this uh boom, boom, boom. this placenta out we got yeah. this placenta needs to go here it needs to be discarded yada 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 
And then how much of the industry knows that Johnson and Johnson is potentially hazardous? I feel like everyone knows it's just something that's already. I didn't find out until I had a kid and it was like after the fact. Yeah. Like literally my son, I think my daughter wasn't born yet. So my son was like three or four or something like that. And it was some, something happened on the news where somebody uh, baby had, powder. yeah, the baby yeah. powder. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, wait, Johnson, who don't use Johnson and Johnson? Everyone I got, <laughs> uses Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, my daughter, like everything I buy for her is just all natural. It's double the price, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm not taking no chances. Like it's not, even, it's not obviously it's it. not worth it. Like no. it's, it's your child. So I tell people that all the time, you go to the grocery store and you see some oranges and it says oranges, 99 cent a pound. <laughs> and you see these organic oranges, a dollar 29 a pound. Bruh, just invest in your health. Spend that extra 29 cent. It'll get you, it'll get you far in life. Yo, it's, it's funny how, for one, it's messed up. No one is who they should be in America or in I this, agree. in this world. I agree. And so, especially us as black people, like we, we kind of look down upon organic. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you bougie. Like, no, 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 no. Stop, stop. You got to stop and listen to what you're saying. If I'm eating real food that is good for me, that I the food that I should have been eating, I'm bougie. And if and if you eat the food that we never should have been eating, you're a real one. Like no, no, no. Well, think about it. If you look at it like our ancestors, <laughs> slavery, our grandfathers, grandmothers were they they were croppers. They had gardens. Yes. Nobody was putting pesticides or nothing on anything. No. This that that was our organic back then and there. Yeah. We was going picking it up. Okay, bring. That's bring the way it to that it should be. That's what I'm saying. Nobody exactly. is the way that they should be because we've been raised on some trash. We've been programmed. We've been programmed. That's a fact. <laughs> we've been programmed. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And programmed to not ask questions. Exactly. Just to take it and mm. say, okay, well. It is what it is. That's what they said. So I'm going to do that. Well, tell me, I mean, you, you talked about the research that you've done just as a mother in general. And now you, you did your research to start making these candles and body butters. But tell me what other types of like market research do you do to this day? So I can say that just being in an industry that I'm in with Nike, um, it has given me the ability to understand what market research is mm-hmm. on a different level. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everyone has a consumer. Uh at that point in time, our consumer was Onyx. Mm-hmm. He was a baby. Wow, um, your consumer was just Onyx. Exactly. So what's the problem? The problem is that we're burning bitroleum products in our house. Mm. He has He's developing eczema. So obviously, whatever we're putting on his skin, which whatever you put on your skin, 60 to 70% of it goes into your bloodstream. Didn't know that until I did research. That's scary. Super scary. So it's like 60% understanding. 60% goes into your bloodstream. Think about that. Mm. So just so understand. So that dollar store lotion. I, I went. Can you read the ingredients on the back? What's the first thing it says? What like? I have alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> water, oh. methyl, chromazine. Oh man. Something something something. Come on, come on now. Yeah, just think about it. Yeah. Think about all those words that we can't pronounce. Exactly. So you on Google trying to figure it out? <laughs> you asking Siri? Siri don't even know what's going on. Yeah, she can't. She can't. <laughs> she cannot comprehend what you just said. Exactly. So it's like after doing all of that research, you know, you figure out the consumer. Bam, we got the consumer. Onyx, mm-hmm. the problem. Dry skin. Um, burning by pro, by petroleum products in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the solution? Finding natural natural remedies. Mm-hmm. Talking to my my people. Yeah. Talking to Bricky's people. What are things that you guys have seen that that have cured or helped relieve um, eczema, uh, just psoriasis, all of this stuff? What helps with sleep? What helps with anxiety? And then going out into the market and just seeing how people interact. Before we even started this business, they would have vendor shows and pop-ups, and I would just go and just walk them. Mm-hmm. Just seeing how people set up their stuff, how they were approaching people, um, packaging was mm-hmm. a big one, and understanding like the story, how everything needs to be curated correctly. You can't have something super polished over here and something that looks janky over here. Everything mm. has to come together right. and tell a story. Man. 
And so how long has it been since you started? We started November 17, 2017. Okay. So a little bit over a year. A little over a year. And so tell me, tell me what that's been like, like the, the various events and pop-up shops that you've done, you know, and, and just other marketing efforts. Like, how is that, how is that going for you? I mean, it seems to be going good, but I want to hear the stories. <laughs> so in the beginning, I mean, you start off new. Um, we had a great design, but we were using like paper labels because mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, okay, it's a paper. It looks great now, yeah. but when you get it home, it might not look great. My bad. Yeah. It's about the vibes that's coming out of the vessel. <laughs> right. So we start off with that gold tops. It was just beginners mistakes. Mm-hmm. Our very first show was the Nike show. And that one was a, a great show. We had 40 candles <clears throat> in front of us, and we sold 158. Wow. Not so even you were just taking orders. Yeah, because like, we wasn't yo. even thinking, like, not saying that we didn't believe in ourselves, mm-hmm. but it was just kind of like I was so naive to how many people actually buy candles. Because, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, you walk in a the store, they're always there. It's not like a candle that's like, oh, out of stock. Right. So we sold that amount, and then it was just kind of like, okay. Then we signed up for our next show. The next show that we signed up for was in Hood River. And although we didn't... Before you get to the Hood River, so when you you sold out and Mm -hmm. you had a back order... Yep. Did they they treat you like big soldier? What do you mean? So, soldier boy... He had it, he got his new console that came out, right? Console. I'm sorry. Emulator. His his emulator that came out. And then he he put it out there kind of like you like, yo, I'm just I'm trying this thing out. You know, the labeling, I ain't got my name on a label correct, without all that type of stuff. And then he ended up selling out way more than what he had in production. Yep. And they said, Oh, you know, he's he's fraudulent, he's whatever, like, yo. I want my money back. Was they like, yo, I want my money back pressures. Like you no. taking too long or was they like, all right, no. I'll be, I'll be patient. Cause I'll we be- gave them a, the thing about it was that after that show, we were headed down to Miami for a week. Okay. So we told them every time they signed up for a candle, I was like, Hey, look, it's going to be about two weeks until you get this candle. Mm. And they were like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. No one, no. I mean, but then again, it's also Portland. Yeah. People were just going to like, yeah, dude, that's fine. <laughs> Everybody like, laid back. Yeah, just send it to me when you get a chance. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. And it was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Sent you your candle. Word. That's what's up. That's that's good to know. But yeah, we ended up going to Hood River. Mm-hmm. And Hood, Hood River was weird. We didn't sell as much as we wanted to, but what we got out of that was that we made, we networked with so many people. Mm-hmm. And we talking about like OGs who've been in the game for 20 plus years. Mm. And, like, they took me under their wing and was like, these are the shows that you need to um, apply to. This is what your booth should look like. This is how you get more people to come to your booth. Um, These are colors that people are attracted to. It was just the information that they were giving me. They gave you the game. Yeah. Like, they literally handed me the book. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't even know you, but thank you. What's what's one secret that you can reveal for free? Um, that they gave you that they one secret that they gave me I would say <laughs> this lady named Nancy she told me she was like you're gonna meet a lot of people who's just gonna sit there and just waste your fucking time <laughs> you are they're just gonna sit there and they're just gonna bitch and bitch and bitch but it's okay let them bitch because at the end they're gonna feel like you cared enough to listen to them mm. and they're gonna buy your product mm. And she was right. Mm. So many people come. I've met people who have told me their whole life story. Mm. And it's so taxing. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the type of person that I feel like if I'm listening to you, I have selective hearing. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm like fully engaged with you, I'm giving you like 100%. But when you're coming at me with miscued energy, mm. I'm taking my reserve energy and trying to flip your negativity and give you something back positive. Wow. And telling you, well, you know, well, I'm sorry that this happened to your brother or, you know, yeah. it'll get better. I don't even want you to buy the product now. I just kind of want right. you to remove I just, your energy. Because the energy. Oh, <laughs> my goodness, like, I don't man. even want you Say to that. buy it. I just Say want you to again. move, like, oh. to the left, to the left. All right. 
That is the worst. Because I, I was in sales for a long... Ever since I got out of college, I had been in sales, selling insurance for the most part. And it'll be those customers that I'm dealing with where it's just like, it might be a big like auto home, yep. RV, motorcycle, just the everything. But they suck so much of your time and energy. It's just like, yo, I hope I don't talk to you ever again. I hope you talk to somebody else and you give them your business because I don't want to exactly. deal with you. <laughs> I can't I mean, turn you away, but it's like, man, you are killing me right now. You take a piece of it with you and you just be there like, oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Because you can't unhear what you heard. No, this one lady was telling me how she had like, it was very, a very unfortunate event. She had a couple of miscarriages. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm at a vendor show. <laughs> I don't know you. You don't know me. I am extremely sorry for your loss. But now I'm going home like, we can't have no more kids because <laughs> she just told me about all these miscarriages oh, she had. Man. And now I feel this energy inside of me and I just, I can't do it. Yeah. I can, no. One is enough. I'm good. Oh, Onyx is good. So you, so that's <laughs> that one has stuck with you. Now you're going to have one kid forever. Yes, because that has, that, she, she messed me up with wow, that one. I was funny. like, no, nah, I'm good. That's crazy. I'm good, son. So what's like your best experience at a pop-up shop, would you say? The Nike joint where did we just no, sold we, out? No, we did a pop-up shop. We've done a, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say we did a pop-up shop in Sisters, which was pretty dope. We got so much love there. We had never been to Sisters. People mm-hmm. was just... Where is it? It's in between Bend and Portland. It's like a really small... Yeah, one like, of those... You drive right by it, won't even know it. Okay, yeah. It's one of those towns you hear about on the news just because, like, when they're talking about the weather, yeah. <laughs> they say sisters or it's on the map, but I don't, I can't remember it's what it's It's, like, super nice, and, like, I was thinking, this is a super small town. Ain't people going to show up? Mm-hmm. They opened up the gates. It was like a herd. People wow. was just, like, and they were ready to shop. Mm. They heard the story. They loved the story. They were like, okay, say less. Mm. Can I get this and this and this? And, like, yes, and then they gave, like, constructive criticism. Mm. Um, hey, we love this smell. We we love this. We love that. Have you guys thought about doing a smaller candle? Have you guys thought about doing a smaller body butter? Have you guys thought about putting these in packs? Like, people graciously have just been coming out of the mm. woodworks and just like giving us tips. And I'm I'm super, I'm blessed to yeah. to have that. People just being open and honest because they they could just be like, this sucks. Mm. Like they see something in it. Um, it was one show that we were at a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't as good. It was just it was a thousand vendors. Mm, too, too many, many too, too many, many vendors. Cooks in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. And I remember I was I was kind of down because I had so much expectation for this show. Mm-hmm. And this lady walked past my booth and she was like, "Don't worry about it." Um, she was like, "I I can feel your energy." And I can feel that your product is really quality. Mm. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you might feel like right now, you know, you're down, but keep your head up because you never know what can happen in the next months, days, weeks. Just yeah. keep pushing forward. And yeah. I was like, oh, snap. That's dope. But yeah, I mean, our our shows have been, they've been pretty successful. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, I think I seen something on Instagram, like it was a... Was it the the People's Market or Yes. Is that the last one you're talking about? Uh the one so the People's Market is coming up, but we had the Portland Saturday market Saturday that we market. did okay. and that was like a banger. Yeah. People once again they came, they showed up. We started introducing these things called soap balls. Mm-hmm. And we're very like we're fun people. So we're just kinda like, come smell our balls and people were like, What? <laughs> of course I'm gonna smell your balls. Yeah. And it was it got a little out of hand Word. for a minute. <laughs> People were all over the place coming to smell balls, but they were clean balls. It was like, okay. these are the cleanest balls you'll ever smell in your life. That's great. That's Soap awesome. Balls. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you that know, it worked for us. That's dope. So, how often do you do um, Saturday market? So, we, we're not in um, the official Saturday market. Okay. We just do, like, the show. So, the, mm-hmm. the Portland Saturday, the Portland night market was uh, about four days long mm-hmm. that we did. We, we pay a lot of attention to just, like, vendor shows. Mm. So we can come home, you know, stock up, take notes from what people are saying, apply it um, if need be. 
just make sure that everything is curated correctly. Word, word. Well, tell me about this. I mean, you're a young black entrepreneur. Yes. In Oregon, okay? One of the <laughs> whitest states in America. Isn't Denver pretty white? Denver's pretty white. Okay. But yeah, you're right. Oregon, Oregon is. is white. Because Oregon's I, I want to say Denver's, their metro area is more diverse than Portland. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, you go into places like Sisters, yeah, that's white. Bend, yeah, and pl- like white, the whitest of white bills. So, but it sounds like you haven't had much pushback or haven't had any negative experiences, no. which is amazing to me. They've been very like receptive to us, and that's why I say I'm blessed because you you listen to other people's journeys and businesses, and the first year is always the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um. We looked at our first year and we were like, "This is this was a great year for us." Yeah. Like, like we killing it. I don't, we know, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> we all these struggles lie. y'all having, it, but the vibes is right over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> like we, because we we just we just believe in positive energy. Like Word. negative energy is gonna come. Mm-hmm. It just depends on your reaction towards it. You could yeah. tell me, "Oh, I didn't get put into this show." Okay, well, there's gonna be another show, mm. or something went wrong here. That's fine. Like. That's what happened. Just relax. How are we gonna move forward? Yeah. How did you how did you become that person? Like when did you know how to control your energy and how to just manage energy and vibes like that? I would say probably back in high school. Okay. Um I just had a a teacher who was just very <clears throat> direct. Mm-hmm. And she taught me, being the only chick in that that class and surrounded around males, and I mean, the field that I'm in is male-dominant anyways. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you have to understand how to how to portray yourself differently. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as an African-American female with dreads. Like, people look at me completely differently because you are different. You're not corporate. You don't have the corporate visual. Right. But I'm like, I'm a designer, so I don't really give a fuck what you think the visual is. That's a fact. Um, she, that particular teacher distilled confidence in me in a way that I didn't have confidence before. Mm-hmm. It was more so like, this is your confidence. This is how you're going to be. You're going to meet plenty of people who are going to tell you you're not ever going to be anything when you grow up. People are going to tell me, oh, you're not going to get into corporate. People are going to tell you that you're not going to be able to do A, B, C, and D. And she was like... These are all people's opinions. Mm. So what you need to figure out is how to maneuver past them and show them it doesn't matter what you think. This is just your opinion. It's not factual. Mm. I'm going to show you what facts are. Mm. So I just kind of like kept that energy and I've used it um, not only in my corporate career, but at home, raising my child, like distilling that type of energy into him because he needs that. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Because you've kind of, it's kind of self-explanatory, but I'll let, like I said, I'll let you answer. Did you choose entrepreneurship, or did entrepreneurship choose you? It chose me. Mm-hmm. It it definitely chose me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just feel like when I was growing up, my parents were very like, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and then I did all that. Like I I have an amazing job. But it just felt like something was missing and I didn't necessarily know what it was. And I had been feeling that way prior to having Onyx. Mm. But it's like when Onyx came, it literally slapped me in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is what you've been wanting. This is what you've been asking for. Like, mm-hmm. you manifested this. This is this is what it is. But you were you were an entrepreneur before him, right? Yes, I because mean, you because you were making the wallets and selling those. Yeah, so, but um, I felt like from that perspective, it was just kind of like I got this cool idea. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, I'm trying to turn this into a business. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, kind of yeah. like yeah, I got this cool idea. It seems cool. Let's see how many people will support. Mm-hmm. But once Onyx came, it was like this is a full fledged business. Yeah, yeah. Once you you solved a problem, and that's what businesses is all about. Like solving mm-hmm. most for the most part, if you can solve a problem. You got a business. Yeah. And you solved the problem for your sons. Like, yo, this can help a lot of people. Consistent. Yeah. I mean, we, that's one thing is like, we want to make sure that the love that we give Onyx 
it's not only being just held into this household, mm-hmm. but that we're spreading love throughout Portland, throughout Denver, throughout Miami, <laughs> New York, Africa, you know, New Zealand, everywhere. Like, this is mom and dad love. Yeah. And we have copious amounts of it. And we just want to make sure that other people are catching the vibe as well. So I want you to tell the folks about that love and how deep it runs and how you put that love and care and attention into every piece of product that you put out. So tell the people about your, your process of creating. So the process is, I, I like to think of it as simple. Um, the the space is clean. Like, I just, I can't work in a, a, cut, a cluttered space. So it's swept. Um, then we burn Palo Santos just to clear out like the negative energy or any type of energy that's inside of the room. You just want a clean blank slate. Mm-hmm. So I burn Palo Santos, I'll walk around, I feel the vibe. I have a playlist that um, I play because I feel like when you're pouring candles, the energy that you have within yourself is being poured into a vessel. And I'm taking this vessel, I'm letting it cool, and I'm giving it to somebody. So whatever my energy was that day, Mm. you're getting it, and it's going to be in your house. Mm. So if my energy is not right, I don't pour. I don't pour, I don't whip, I don't do anything because... I wouldn't want somebody giving gifting me negative stuff and I'm taking it to my place of peace to disturb my energy. So once the energy feels right, um, we begin the melting process, you know, cleaning the vessels, putting the wicks in, uh, preparing the wax, and then we get it to a certain temperature. We pour the wax. Um, we melt down butters. We whip the butters. And as far as the soap, we're doing the same thing. And then we just let everything cure on its own time we don't rush anything Mm -hmm. so if i'm looking at the soap and i'm like oh this needs more time to cure it's going to cure yeah if it's not ready it's not ready i'm not going to give you a half-assed product Mm -hmm. that's dope because there was i went to pitch black pdx and i think it was in 2017 Mm -hmm. the summer of 2017 and there was a guy who was making um, soaps and it was like this double sided soap I don't know if you heard I forgot what it was called um, but it was like one for your body and the other side for your face oh got it that's, you know, you that's know what I'm talking about no okay but I can visualize it yeah and um, <clears throat> and, it, and it, it sounded great and everything was natural and and uh, and then he didn't win but I was like yo I'm gonna buy his product because yeah. I really believed it and I, thought, and I was like yo this could be cool like whatever so I bought it on Amazon it took a long time to show up when it showed up I mean the box was like smashed up like super smashed and I just <laughs> what, it was smashed up and then when I pulled it out it was only one side because it was like t- two sides that kind of like mm-hmm. locked together yeah and so I looked at the reviews and it was like hella people that said, hey, I only got one side of the soap. Like, what's going on? So this guy <laughs> was consistently sending literally a half ass product. And exactly. I'm like, yo, like if if this is as good as you say it is, which I think if it was together and it was professional, it would have been good as, as he said it was. But he just didn't put it out there. Like he didn't that. deliver correctly. No. And that's I mean, that's one thing when you have a business, you who. One of, another good tip that I got was it's okay to say no. Man. Like, this is your brand. If you can't do it, you need to tell someone, no, I can't do it because it messes up what you have already created. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day, mm. but a Toyota is. Not saying, like, mm. anything's wrong with Toyota, mm. but just looking at the the characteristics. Like, Rome has all of these beautiful bricks, stones, the history that was built and curated there. Word. Whereas I can just go into a factory yeah. and I got a new car. Yeah. So it's kind of like you build, you're building a brand, you're building a personal connection with mm. your brand and you're giving it to someone. And if it's wrong, it's all, I feel like it's okay to have one wrong product because yeah. that's how you learn. Yeah. That's how people give constructive criticism. That's how you, you grow. Mm-hmm. But from what you're saying, this this person is giving you half-ass product. You're never gonna go back ever. Like I'm not gonna give him a second chance. Like I don't got time for that. Exactly. And he didn't. He probably didn't even reach out to be like, "Hey, I'm so sorry about 
um, the miscommunication or you receiving the wrong batch. Here's one on me. That's something that I've learned just being just working. Like if something is not right and you want to keep that business, you need to understand how to make it better. Yeah. Whether it is reaching out to someone, writing them a handwritten letter. Hey, I'm super sorry about what happened. Right. Please accept our apology. Here is some soap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> simple. Very simple, but not everyone grasps that. So I'm glad you got it down. Oh, for sure. For sure. Now, what, I mean, it sounds like you had a really good year. You yeah, know? it was, I felt like we had a really good year. Were there any obstacles that you've had to overcome? like in this time as as good as it's been like what what can you remember or it's just like it was something that maybe could have took you out the game you know it was an obstacle um we learned that you can't pour candles when it's raining mm. and tell me more it rains a lot <laughs> we're in portland oregon in portland so. and i know a lot of people might be like this is bs well I'll say it like this. We had an instance where it was raining like crazy. And I was like, this is the perfect time to pour candles. It's Mm. raining, the vibe, the drip, 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 (laughs) whatever. And this is where the science come in. With it, with the air pockets outside of moisture, mixing in with our wax, it created a separation in our melting processes. And I was freaking out. Because I had an order to fill. And I was like, yo, I just wasted 20 pounds of wax. Mm. How? What am I supposed to do? Like, there were little, literally little bubbles, like little beads of water on top. Wow. And I, we're in a closed environment. Yeah. So, Bricky had this, this great idea. He was like, uh, you know those little packets that come into your shoes to keep whatever out yeah the silica gel yeah so he had a a crazy amount of um paper ones it wasn't like little silicone beads it was just Mm. like these paper dry things Mm. i don't know where he got them He was like just like put it in like put it in a um a piece of paper wrap it up and put it inside the box and i was like man this is not gonna work like it's not gonna work he's like just trust me just trust me it's gonna work so i was like okay i was like i'm gonna let it sit in there and then tomorrow we'll get up and we'll pour I let it sit in there the next day, dry, just like how I needed it to be. Mm. And I was like, okay. So that, learning that, also learning that your environment has to be a certain temperature in order to pour. Mm. Because then that creates frosting. And then if you don't have a label that covers the whole jar, you see the frosting. And then the consumer might think it's a defect. When it it doesn't mess up the candle at all, it's just aesthetics, Mm. the look. Yeah. Learned that. And also just to, like, be patient. Like, you're going to have ups and downs, but understanding patient and understanding, like, your energy and what you're manifesting will come back to you. Mm. Just keeping positive vibes mm-hmm. was probably, like, another thing that I was just like, I just got to keep my head up. And that was, that was like, my next question. Like, what, what have you learned well, it kind of leads into my next one. What have you learned about yourself the most during this entrepreneurship journey? Because there's a lot of ups and downs. Like you said, you run into certain things where you just, yo, what, what's going on? So you dealing with that, what have you learned about yourself? It's okay to take risk. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when people have a business that they formatted and it's their baby, that they're afraid to give up equity whether it be this way or that way. And for myself, it was just kind of like, you know, partnering up with Devon. It was just kind of like, well, if I don't take a risk, how I, how am I supposed to know that it's going to be successful mm-hmm. or fail? Yeah. Like, I'm 29 years old. Like, if a business fails, it fails. Why would I get my panties in a bunch? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can... I just have the mentality of like, okay, this didn't work. On to the next. What's going to work? This is working. Okay, so what can we do to streamline and make sure that it continuously, this this machine is well oiled. Yeah. So I feel like taking risk, taking risk and understanding patience was something that I learned about myself and just making sure the energy was always right. Tell me about after you take that risk, and it starts to go how you planned 
or better than you planned, what is that like? Like, what does that do for you? It's an oh shit moment. <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh shit, and then what? It's like okay, this is this is really happening. Mm-hmm. This is because I mean, when I first started working with Devon, it was like, what are what are the key things that we want to tackle this year? Mm-hmm. And I I like I threw out some stuff. I was like, oh, I want to go to Essence Fest. I want to go here. Mm-hmm. I want to sell X amount of candles. And Devon was like, okay. And then we got our first big order in, and I was just like, I remember texting Devon like, Devon, um. We need to talk. <laughs> and he was like, about what? I was like, we just got a big order in. And he was like, that's amazing. That's great. But for me, I was like, oh, shit. Like, she just got real. Yeah. And Devon was just back, pat me on the back. Come on. Let's do it. What you waiting on? What we need to get? Come on. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have those oh, shit moments. Mm-hmm. And then you have those, okay, oh, shit. We need to do this. When is this due? How are we going to do it? When are we going to ship stuff out? How, when are we getting product? Uh, who's going to go here? Who's going to go there? Where are we going to meet up? How are we going to just hash stuff out? Then it becomes real. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, okay, well, this is this is what's expected of us. We're not doing small orders like two or three candles here, two or three candles there. It's like, okay, now we have volume. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that our mindset, everyone's on the same page. Everyone's getting done what they need to get done. Or That's dope. I think about like, myself you know doing the podcast at first it was just like this is something that i knew i wanted to do yep but wasn't sure how it was gonna play out got it and then once it started going i was like i don't know six or seven episodes in i was like i don't know if i can do this <laughs> you know I was like, i don't know how i'm gonna keep coming up with content i know i want to do it but i don't know how it's gonna happen but then like you know just people started get like my listeners mm-hmm kept it going that's all you need like 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 you said that constructive criticism yeah. and, that, and that feedback like my listeners was like yo i like what you did man you should talk about this like oh word okay boom and then so hey you know what i got somebody you should talk about this i got somebody that'd be the perfect guest for that oh for real yeah okay <laughs> the door is just open the door is open man and then it just takes a life of its own so it's just like it's it's bigger than than me now i'm sure this business it's bigger than you now. People like I'm sure you got repeat customers like yo. I yeah, need I need that body butter. We do we ASAP. Had, we had this one dude come. We was packing up for a show and he came running in the doors and he was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm so glad you haven't left yet." And I was just like, <laughs> "Who is this man?" I'm looking at Bricky, Bricky looking at me, be like, "Who is this dude?" Yeah. Like I was talking to you on Facebook. You said you were gonna be here. I didn't know what time it closed. I'm so glad my <laughs> wife wanted this. This is all she wanted for Christmas. She wow. just wanted a candle. And to me, like, that, when I get messages and when people say, you know, prime example, chick hit me up. She was like, my coworker hates candles. So I gave him a candle for Christmas. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. this is going to, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. Came back and was like, I love your candle. It doesn't give me a headache. It sets the vibe. It sets the mood. And for me, that's just like. She was getting headaches. Yeah. I was like, it's it warms my heart to know mm. that I was able to create something for someone, mm. and they didn't get side effects that would make them hate it. Yo, my my wife hates candles too, so <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting that out there. She won't hate these ones. Oh, for real? She won't hate them. Mm. Okay, okay. It's out of vibe. That's what's up. New vibes. Okay. New vibes. We'll see. So so what you're saying is. Yes. Word. Oh, the vibes. Yes, that's what I'm The saying. vibes. The merch vibes. I love it. Vibe okay. okay. <laughs> vibe, vibe okay. Oh, shoot. What advice would you give to those that have that itch to start their own business but don't know how or when to take that step? What do you tell them? Take it. What are you waiting on? Mm. Like, seriously, what are you waiting for? Mm, You're waiting put. for somebody to be like, hey, you should take that step. I'm What I'm telling you, hey, you should take that step. Um, the more time you waste trying to figure out if you should do it or if you shouldn't, that's when doubt sets in. Mm. And when you have doubt sets in, um, Oprah talked about it, um, on her podcast and she says, when you go and you're sitting in a room or even if you're just, you find a moment by yourself and you have that voice in your head that's talking, that's not you. That's Mm. somebody, that's something else in energy that you've let come into your room to tell you all of the negative stuff that you wanted to hear, mm. to 
stop you from doing what you want to do. So with that being said, doubt sets in, you listen to doubt, and then 10 years, five years, two years later, you're sitting there like, I wish I would have. If I would have done this, if I could have done this, I would have been here. I would have been. And then you just take time of being like, just reminiscing and then you create resentment mm. so it was like just do it like what did, i don't understand what the problem is money's the problem that's fine i started this business with a hundred dollars of that mm. two pots from goodwill a pyrex glass and twelve forty jars in some wax she has leveled up y'all i've seen it i'm here <laughs> <laughs> the level up is real bro. but just just like it was a hundred dollars and a hundred dollars might be a lot for a lot of people. I'm not saying that it's nothing, but that's when you start to invest in yourself. Devon always talks about taking 20% of your income and putting it aside. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you took 20% of your income, and you put it aside, bam, you can start that business. You take, if you participate in recreational use, Take half of whatever you putting that in, mm. put it towards something else. Mm-hmm. If you love eating out, take half of what you gonna eat out with that month, put it aside, start your business. If anything, just buy your LLC. Mm. That's the first step. That's it. Just do it, y'all. Just do it. No pun intended. She works for Nike, but just just yeah, do no it. No pun intended. Just do it. Man, and that's so real. Like a lot of, a lot of uh, what stopped me. And that's what I tell everybody. Like people approach me like, yo, man, like how did you get your podcast going? Like what what should I do? Like what's what's the biggest thing, your biggest hurdle? And they think I'm just gassing them or I'm just trying to be simple. I'm like, bro, you. I said, you are you are the only thing that's gonna stop you from doing anything. Like, nah, but I know like I know what you're saying, bro. Like you gotta believe in yourself, but bro, once you got started, like, how did you keep going and, and what like what happened? Like what what could have stopped you up? I was like, it's just me. Yeah. Like, it's literally, I don't have no partners. <laughs> I don't I don't have no co-hosts. You're the biggest, you are your biggest competitor. That's it. In everything that you do. You drive down the street, oh, I, I swerved into the lane. Oh, shit. Who, it's like, it's you. You did it. It's me, man. Unless you're driving a Tesla. But. <laughs> that, yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. But when it, when it comes to business and when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's all about us. Yeah. And a lot of what stops us just like like you said that doubt we don't believe in ourselves. that's why we don't act mm-hmm. but once you believe in it once you act though honestly like i didn't fully believe that i could do it until you did it until i did it i had to, like and i told myself i had to prove to myself and once i got like <laughs> it took me like literally about 40 episodes to really prove to myself like yo this is i can do this like now it's coming easy. Now the the questions and the format and the guests and like the weekly, yeah. just doing that every week. Like they used to be hard, and now it's like, yo, that's the easy part. Like I can do this. I'm doing it. You like are. yo, this is crazy. It, but it's it's crazy when you have that that realization when it yeah. hits you. Yeah. Like oh wait, I I just did forty episodes. Mm-hmm. Wait oh wait, I gotta follow like people subscribing. Like oh then it hits you and you like oh well, I'm about to go even harder. Man, that's that's what and that's what I'm in right now. Like I'm going hard. Like twenty as you should. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Like this is my third episode in six days that I recorded because it's just like I got so many people re- like people reaching out to me. So it's just like I got stuff that I'm already trying to do. Mm-hmm. And if somebody reaches out to me, I'm not turning them down. You should. <laughs> it's like no, like we're gonna we're gonna get this done. Like especially if it's a great story. Like oh yeah, let's go, let's do it for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so that's that's what it is, man. So. Fab five. These are five questions that I ask everybody. Are you ready? I'm ready. First question. I got to preface it. What's your favorite genre of music? Ooh. I'm into this like soul, electric, kind of weird. I wouldn't say weird. It's just very smooth vibe. Mm-hmm. I played a little bit for you before yeah. we started. And I will say, well, before I make my comment um what artist or album kind of made you fall in love with that soul electric type of type of music uh fkj french mm. kiwi juice he has a him sango um sango that's what I was about to, mm. 
Uh, the Long from Hiatus. Never heard of him. That's what I was playing before we started. Mm. Her, their stuff is just... Oh, Hiatus Coyote? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Their for stuff sure. is... They they just put me in a mood of just like, yes. Um, it's a, a series called The Colors. Mm. Um, it's like a whole bunch of people either from like Soul Selection, um, Radio, mm. or just like other artists coming out and just expressing themselves in a not mainstream way man so yeah i'm a very non-mainstream person we're on a similar vibe. i love selection yes. everything that they do anything that joe k puts his stamp on yes yeah i too sango um uh, some other there were some some cats ago that they used to make yes man that mixtape was fire so all them dudes waldo and mm-hmm. uh, savon all them um oh, yeah, savon. yeah yeah oh, and the seventh all them dudes man so but like I think I think selection is what put me on the Sango and I discovered Sango. I'm like, yo. He's on another level. That dude is amazing. The little Afro the Brazilian joints. Now did you Which one is that? I think it's Darancha too. That's when he did the whole Brazil um Brazil vibe. Yeah. So on I think on that album, um, one of those beats got placed on you heard you heard a boss? Mm-hmm. Did you hear that song? That uh-uh. it's a Sango beat. Um, let me see. I'm about to find it right now because I got it up in here. So Boz, they they took a beat that Sango did on that album, and he and he did a song with um, what's his name? Uh, ASAP Ferg. Yep. Boca Raton. Oh yes, yes, that's, yes, that's yes. Sango. I know it. I know it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Let me see. Well, actually, I'll rip it. So this is on that that album. Yes. Yeah, I was like, wait, I know I heard this before. Also, um, it's a group called King that I'm into. They just spell it K K I N G. Okay. It's a group of them. They're from uh, Seattle, so they write, produce, and perform. Word. Okay. They on do it. they do they work with Sango too? No, they they're they're their own entity. Okay, because I know he's he's based out of Seattle, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's up. So, question number two. All right. Is there a movie that has affected your outlook on life? Le Perfume. Wow, you didn't even hesitate. Yeah, have you ever seen that? Never seen or heard. This this movie is like crazy. It's about this kid who everything he touches, every time somebody does something bad to him, they die. Mm-mm. Um, so prime example, his mom had him in a fish market. She was super young. Mm-hmm. And after she literally got under the table at the fish market, had him mm. got back up and served fish to people. And mm. basically just, she cut her umbilical cord, pushed him out for the scraps. Whoa. Later that day, she died. Whoa. He ended up in an orphanage. He didn't talk. He didn't do anything. He was like a really weird kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, a lot of the movie, he's not talking. He's just like nodding his head. Yes. And no, they, mm-hmm. you know, they told him he wasn't going to be anything. Long story short, he finds this dude who understands sense. He's a perfumist wow. and he basically teaches this kid. You have to find the right scent. Now he gets kind of dark and airy because this kid starts killing people okay. to find the right scent. And he finds this girl. And he becomes so infatuated with her because she has the perfect scent mm. that he's looking for. And ended up, uh, he just, he loved her so much that he ended up suffocating her. <sighs> and, you know, he felt some type of way because out of all of the other people that he had killed, he never had a connection with them. It was mm. just kind of like, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this. And then he starts to talk at the end of the movie and kind of expresses why. Yes. That's it. Yep. Mm. Starts to express why he um did the things that he did. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they kind of say, you know, basically you never know what the person next to you was going through. That was kind of the the end of it. Um, and I just I just kind of take that like that's very inspiring because where I work at a huge corporation, you mm. never know what's going on with the person who's sitting to your left or to the right. So you just want to be as humble. And as lightweight as possible. Man. Because you don't want to be that person. Exactly. To get axed. I don't. Not, not for my sense. Don't ask me for my sense, bro. Yo. <laughs> don't, That's don't funny, do that. though. I, I used to think about that when I was in a corporate environment. And be like, yo. 
who is a person that looked like they oh, got yeah. somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> taped up in they in a garage or something? You know or what I mean? Even just like if you finna come to work and do something, can you send me an email? Right. Can you just like, like text look, me real quick? Like, look, man, I was always good to you, bro. I'll yes. take you to lunch. <laughs> yes, just yes, just yeah. tell me, hey, wear blue today. Or <laughs> just give me give me a little heads up. Dang, don't wear sure. black. Wear blue. Okay. Word. I don't know why you sending me this, but I'm gonna wear blue today. Word. Or even not show up. Man. <laughs> wow. And that's. That's ironic. So when did you... So that movie came out in 06. Is that when you seen mm-hmm. it? No, no, no. I seen it... I first discovered that movie. I was a junior in college. Okay. Don't even know. It just popped up on... Yeah. It was a file that I was in my computer. Mm-hmm. Don't know who was putting files in my computer back then. Yeah. But I remember watching that movie and being like... The first time I watched it, I was like, this is crazy. Mm. I went a couple of days and I was like, I need to rewatch it. And I just kept rewatching it and rewatching it and rewatching it. And every time I watched it, there was something new that happened. Mm. Something something else I picked up on. And it's just like, I replay those. Just him as a person is constantly, I feel like he's right here. Mm. Especially when I'm in here mixing. I'm about to say, how ironic is that that now that that's a part of your life like yeah. it makes sense like yes that's crazy yes yeah it makes sense <laughs> it does it does make sense we're so corny <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot question number three when you start to feel overwhelmed how do you de-stress i pour that was an easy answer mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a outlet mm-hmm. i pour yeah. or i eat some skittles and i just say it's whatever. Mm, on your Marshawn Lynch swag. Yes. Just give me some Skittles. Just some Skittles. Word. Question number four. What book would you recommend for everyone to read right now? Mm, the Rose That Grew From Concrete. Mm. Why Tupac. does that book stick out for me? For you? Uh, it sticks out because he's just so truthful. He's just very open and honest. And I think it's something about having something that you write in, whether it be a diary or whatever, and you're able to express yourself without someone knowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tupac didn't know that somebody was going to take all of his notes that he wrote to other people and put this in a book. But just being able to... I always thought he was a very fascinating person. But just being able to actually see his handwriting, mm. it kind of makes... And you know what his voice sounds like. So you kind of create this person inside of your head that sounds like Tupac that's reading these poems to you and giving them a piece of your life that's just so humble and opening. I feel like, yeah, that's mm. <laughs> that's my book. Yeah, that's, that's my dope. book. I didn't realize that. So is that like... When did that, did that come out? A long time ago? Yeah, it came out. I used to, when, when I was in middle school... Really? Maybe even high school. I used to go to Barnes and Noble mm, and would read just it. read it. Like, never really asked for it for a Christmas gift, mm-hmm. but would just literally sit there to the point where the people at Barnes and Noble knew who I was and was like, "It's over there. We got a hard copy now, precious. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? You you. Yeah, they knew you knew you. That's funny. I might have to. I might have to check that out. Check it out. It's yeah. a good book. Yeah, it, is it's it a long? short. No, it's a short. I'm read. It can't be that long. It's just short. Read. That's dope. Okay. Last question. Okay. What message do you want communicated at your eulogy? Um, that I was just very a very humble person. Mm-hmm. Um, was I love helping people. So I just wanted to be known that like precious help people no matter what. That was one thing that my mom was very adamant about. Although she didn't speak much, she would literally give you every piece of clothing off of her back. Mm. She didn't even have to know you. But if she felt like you were just distraught or dispositioned, she would do everything in her power to make sure that you weren't. So I strive to be that person Mm -hmm. and I will hope that I am giving off that energy to people. So when that time comes, they will say precious was that person. That's dope. And I think it's genuine. Like I can feel the vibes. Mm -hmm. I can see it. My vibes are genuine. Genuinely here. No doubt. about (laughs) And the, and the success of your business, I think is just 
it just it just speaks to who you are and and what you do and the the attention to detail that you have mm-hmm. and the the love and the care that you put into your product like all that is coming back to you so it's it's awesome Thank to see you. yeah yeah I'm, I'm super i'm blessed <laughs> no doubt no doubt creating your own blessings yes. in, in the process so tell the people about where they can find the product online um all of the products that you have just give them a quick little synopsis of that so you can find us on etsy right now mr the proper way so m-i-s-t-e-r-o-k-s-e-s-s-e-n-t-i-a-l-s Mr. OK's essentials. Yep. Dot Etsy.com. You got to put it together because Etsy be, they be tripping. They don't want us to be spaced out. (laughs) They don't want us to live our life. Mm. So you put it together, you'll find us. Uh, Currently on there, we have our body butters, which is 100% all natural, made with shea, cocoa, a little bit of horsetail butter, mango butter, olive oil, coconut oil, colado oat. Um, and then we also have about four of our candles on there right now, an array of uh, scents. Um, nothing too overpowering. Devon will tell you that you should buy Bachelor's Pad. I'm going to tell you, you should buy Empathy. <laughs> Ricky will tell you, you need to buy Belvedere. And Emmanuel might say, you need to buy Mesmerize. All in all, you should buy all of them. Uh, the whole thing. The whole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then we have... A couple of our soaps on there. We have an activated charcoal with peppermint. That's really good for detoxing. Um, it's paired up with a little bit of goat's milk. And then we have an oatmeal um, shea with a little bit of honey. We use organ honey with our stuff. Um, and then we also have a coffee soap that we're going to be putting on there, which is great for a collagen booster. Um, it's made with our great friend from Deadstock, Ian's Coffee. Um, we use his grounds that he makes for us, and that has like a little bit of a chocolate espresso um, mm. feel to it. That sounds delicious. Oh, it is delicious. Don't eat. But you no, can't eat it. Look, none God. of this is for that human sounds- <laughs> consumption. Okay. <laughs> if you call me and tell me that you got a, that. a tummy ache, I'm not here for it. Hey, real quick, I want to tell you something. I want to thank you for listening. I'm serious. I appreciate everyone who listens, everyone who gives feedback. I appreciate each and every one of you. I'm dead serious. Um, last but not least, go support a young black entrepreneur. Support Precious. Not then don't support just to support just because she's black. That's a good reason, but her product is dope. And uh, I promise y'all, you will not, you will not be disappointed. Once again, go to MrOK'sEssentials.etsy.com. Get you a couple candles, get some body butter, get glowed up real quick. All right. Holla at y'all next week. Grace and peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah.